Hello, and you're listening to Let's Drone Out. And special thank you to our lovely patrons that help donate so that we can pay the editor to remove the swear words and silly things we say. Massive thank you to... Carlos Campos. Art Faulkner. Sam Dharma. On with the show. Let's Drone Out. Hello and welcome back. You're listening to Let's Drone Out. Tonight we are joined by Ryan Sergeant Curry Kitten. Hello. The man with the lovely moustache. Cheers. Hello. Very tired and somewhat jet lagged Cole. Howdy. And my darling wife for seven years. <laughs> Bonjour. <laughs> Tony. I don't know why I'm agree to this. I know. Uh, well, that's one for the editor right there. Uh, and I'm Brent Tyfly. Thank you for joining us. Um, we've got some lovely people in the chat. Lurgy, Curry Kittens here, Richard Warwick, hello, Ben Chaparro, Wynn Davis, You have Caroline. to say Richard Warwick from the chat every, say, every time you say chat. his name. Um, Mar- Marsha McFly, hello, Paul. Um... Yeah, I'm all right. I've got another hole in me. Uh, it sucks. So, yeah, a hole reopened. And this time they're packing it, which involves a nurse with a little metal stick poking, uh, packing into the hole. Sounds quite nice. So how <laughs> much of a challenge is this one? And can you do it while she's doing it? No. <laughs> No, I just want to. I want to crawl up into the fetal position, but then she can't get to it. And then uh, playing hard to it's get. It's horrible. <clears throat> it's it's quite violating. She's like getting all up inside my gut. It's quite a deep hole. So I have to oh. sit there for five minutes, like wincing, as she packs it. Sounds, and the more they pack in there, nice. the quicker it will heal. Pack it up, things. pack it in, let me begin. Yeah, it sounds nice, Jack. Nice. <laughs> nice. For next time, can you just lie there and say, pack me like one of your French girls? No. <laughs> I don't even think I could. It's not It's not fun at all. Okay, yeah. but we're just taking a, a piss out of you so because it makes you laugh. Hang yeah, in there, Jack. The Good to see you again, mate. Yeah. So no, it's nice still... to meet up with everyone. I'm currently yeah. there because he was all, on holiday as <laughs> usual. That's I'm me. Fly. Where, where did you go back to the Maldives? No, we were in Rome because Sophie was supposed to go there on a school trip because she was studying Latin of all things. But because it was cancelled because of COVID, she didn't get to go and she was sad about it. So we said, we promise we'll take you and it, it came up now. <laughs> So um, I made her translate every single piece of Latin that we found, which around Rome is a lot. And we got partial translations 
of like something 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 king something victory something <laughs> all right worth, cool was it worth the money certain tank over there and <laughs> yeah curry loves that annoyance oh, he loves <laughs> yeah. he loves it he's like what command binds this and why doesn't it work and i'm like i don't know i'm scared we'll find out oh i i've, I've officially given up with you no some people You're just Steven's can't use google person now you can ask him. No, I'm not allowed to use no, Google. Google. I'm just apparently supposed to know. Well, we I'm always to ourselves meeting up, didn't we? Yeah, it was nice. It was nice. Cole yeah, was, was there. Tons of fun. Yeah. All got to meet him. Yeah. And we all got to fly at Hidden Valley. Even yeah. Frank. Yeah. yeah even Frank though. Two and a half minutes, all right. <clears throat> Yeah. Hey man, it's from, better than from what, what three and a half thrust vectored minutes. <laughs> from yeah, what I can figure out, Frank noise. went to the cooling towers, lost a quad immediately, went to Hidden Valley, crashed his wing immediately. So yeah. he is he's trying to tell zero us zero for two. Yeah. 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 Felt really bad for him. I was like, damn, like um of all I times of fly, you break everything. Yeah. Yeah. I, I even Probably offered him like an apex. I was like, "Do you want this?" And he was like, "No." I was like, "Okay." He flew know. my tiny little two and a half inch micro around, gave it a bit of welly. Yeah, I, I gave him a whole a few packs. But he, he, I think he was just worried about losing that as well. Needs more stick no. time. Get his confidence I know. up. We need to. He's not been having fun lately. We just all need to like club together with our spares and soldering irons and get some collapsible tables and show up somewhere and be like Frank give and just I mean I've even got a couple of little gliders here I'm sure something could be done he is going to Wales next week yeah is it next week he's going to go wing racing isn't he I still haven't signed up yet I keep threatening that I'm going to but I haven't but I have spoke to Matt and I can just turn up so I might just do that because I don't. I'm not under a cent. I want to go. Or I've Wales got to learn well. Welsh within one week. It is confusing when you see the road signs and you're like, "What the? Hell? What are they trying to tell me?" And the next line down is English. You're like, Phew. "Okay, okay." Oh, thank God it was English. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I yeah. Well, because I lived there for quite a while, it just kind of all goes in. You know, so you just Welsh and eventually pick yeah, it up. Yeah, you just off means slow, you know. The the telephone boxes are the, the weirdest one. I can't remember those off the top of my head. Um I aren't yeah. telephone charge uh, aren't telephone boxes nowadays just got like um books or um jump start your heart thing. Do you pick Oh, I can't even say that word. Yeah. Someone say that word for They're just poorly maintained tramp toilets. All that. Yeah. yeah. Should we talk about drones? Says the man who lives in London. <laughs> Should we talk about drones? Why? This is a drone podcast. Drones? Why would we do that? Well, it's because... What, just to entertain Barbwell? Painless and Barbwell say that we're the shittiest drone podcast and we're not even a drone podcast well, who cares oh, what? I don't care what the yes that still makes us at least the fourth best exactly. in the UK I, I made a thing podcasts. I made a thing yeah. that looks like an apex but if you look closely you may see a strange bit of yellow in the middle and where that's should... a 3D printed bow tie 3D printed bow tie that I did like 
105%, so it squished down and gave a good fit. Uh, I did find someone who can cut one, but yeah, I was posted this by uh, a maker in the US. It's a cool little frame, kind of an Apex style, but lighter. Single couple of, uh No, separate arms. couple of little surprises. It's got some nice, I think it's Ali hardware that he's put with it, so it's quite light. Um, but the, the, the arms, I've got a spare set of arms, and one set of arms is 4 mil, and the other is 4.6 millimeter. I don't think he realized that when he sent it out, and he didn't send any of the bow ties. And I appear to have got three stack screws and not four. And the fact I don't have all the stack screws and I don't have the bow ties and it was only one package, like it was well sealed up, but in one package, I think maybe it got ripped open and resealed halfway through and like no one fessed Mm. up because it was with the whatever United States Postal Service for what seemed like an eternity. And I think they just did what they're renowned to do and dropped the ball and lost some bits and then swept what they could find and shoved it in a bag. What I don't Uh, understand about the US Postal Force is they drive everything across state to central hubs and then ship it out. It's mad. And I'm like, Jesus, and it just sits there for days. Hmm. Yeah, it's like three weeks before it. uh, Before it entered the system was like three weeks. In fact, I've got the... um, got the update thing here the tracking history <clears throat> canada yeah, post i'm shocked at how expensive it is for you well it's really expensive to ship international um but i think there aren't most mail services like similar where you know you go bring it somewhere they bring it to a big central location then they dispatch it out like isn't that what you guys do in the uk yeah, but we're way faster. Like, So he shipped it on the 14th, shipping label created, departed. And then eventually it departed Newark on August the 1st. It took over two weeks to get from Brooklyn to Newark. That's like across the water, basically. Yeah, that's like a mile or so across the water. It's an absolute yeah. joke. Like it went from New York to New Jersey in two weeks you could walk there a thousand times over in that amount of time yeah yeah it arrived in london on the first and was at my door on the fourth by contrast Hmm. there there is always a really really slow shipping like if you want to ship something internationally from the uk to america there is a service which will take five to six weeks i don't know how it does that yeah even if you you could row there in like (laughs) a couple of weeks so yeah, what, what do they do with it exactly? I don't know. I think part of it too, as far as like I'll Canada, train America, before I row. <laughs> yeah, I think part of it too is like Canada and America is like physically way larger than the UK. So, I mean, even though that distance I mean, from Brooklyn, Brooklyn to Newark, <laughs> well, no, no. how will they ever get there? <laughs> but there, I don't know. There's also like the population is crazy too, right? So they probably have way more packages to go through. And they're probably getting shot at yeah. at the time. Yeah. So there yeah. is that. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. what's this? The sensor prototype pack from Seed with it looks like it should contain health food or stuff. Or yeah, I know. Like, it has a WIO terminal. This is um, it's called the Groove Connector, and this is their Groovy. Loro board. As as I found out today, I did not know there was this thing called screen driving it. Um, the the screen the screen is basically this little Arduino compatible board 
uh, which has GPO pins the same as a Raspberry Pi. It has some sensors on the back, so it has an accelerometer and a light sensor in there and a sound sensor. And then you can plug other things in here, which, coincidentally, I have in here. Still falling out. Put I have a bunch of sensors on. in here. And the most exciting one in these is this. This is this AI camera thing. So you can train this to like recognize certain things. And cats, um, for example. The, the reason I was sending you a picture of it today, I was saying, has anybody heard of LoRaWAN? Anybody in the chat heard of it? This little board no, which no speaks part. 868. And it is just a, a, wired, a wireless network. And I was like, well, how's it going to connect? And I plugged it in, and there are 10 hotspots within like a mile of me. And it's just like, how is this uploading data to the cloud via, via it is somebody? It is stupid long So range. that's weird. Stupid long Yeah. Range. I mean, it, it it's interesting because it talks about the RSSI of the hotspots and uh, the DB and, and stuff like that. It's like, this is really interesting. I mean, it, there's so many hotspots. It's like, how is Crossfire still working with all this other 868 stuff going on? Weird. By blasting out one watt of that giant fan. Yeah, no yeah, wonder we're, we're fail-safe in random. Yeah, into backwards into heels. <laughs> yeah, no wonder Jack just flew backwards into a heel. He was scared off. <laughs> they reckon they can go. You can do five k three miles in urban areas and ten miles or fifteen k in rural areas. That's that's what they're saying. That's a lot. Because the the idea of this is it's not for like doing video and stuff. It's literally for Internet of Things stuff, where every hour you might say. On your soil sensor, I feel Jack dry, and send it off to the cloud, and that comes back mm-hmm. to some other device. It's super low power, as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, you can okay. you can literally run it for a couple of years on a battery as a standalone thing, which I thought was quite wow. interesting. So the soil sensor sends information. Oh, I'm dry. Then the information goes back. Okay, drip some water on it. Or yeah, like, well, I think uh, it's up to you. I mean, the, the idea of this sort of thing is to prototype a device. So I can, I have a screen and I have buttons and stuff, but I can, I can connect one of these other sensors to it. I've got humidity sensor and obviously the camera, which I think is the fun yeah. thing. And then I can, I can get it to upload data somewhere, and then I can use that data. And I thought potentially, you you could imagine this is functional on a quad, for example, if you are flying over a field. You might train it to say, uh, "There's some holes in this field. That's not good." Or, "How many sheep can you count?" Although, how how you can get it not to double count a sheep might be interesting. But I thought it, it's fun to play with, so I will play with it and I will make videos about it. The the brief that I'd heard in the kind of marketing spiel was something called a smart city, where they were going to dump sensors willy nilly all over the place and run them off tiny solar cells, and they're going to do stuff like measure traffic pollution. And you know pollen levels and stuff like that, and count rainfall and get measurements of wind speed around buildings and stuff like that. All sorts of things that they might want to know about a city. Quite interesting. Mm. Mm. Can be done. Um, well, uh, Cole has got a subject that he's brought to the table. DJI <laughs> Me? Avatar. I'm the only one that. I, the table I don't think it's called Avatar. It's the Avatar. Avatar. It's the Walksnail Avatar and the DJ Avatar. Because there's no R in it. So uh, say Avatar. Did, so my question about that one is, did they just team up and say, hey, let's call our products basically the same thing, 
but we're in competition with each other. Oh, no, I think it was definitely like Cadex trying to take a Wii in their cornflakes. Yeah. Yeah. They knew that yeah. That name was in use. That's, I have uh, to say, you've got to hand it to DJI about making good promo videos. Oh, yeah. yeah so after that watching girl's it, I was got like, a lovely arse. That's fun. I could, I could do one of those. I was like, oh, hang on, snap out of it. I've been sucked into the marketing here. It's a lump of expensive plastic. I don't really it's want a lump to fly of expensive like plastic. This. Repeat after me. It's a lump of expensive plastic. Well, you know what? It does I seem. Mean, it seems it pretty quite cool. good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if it can fly for eighteen minutes, high definition video, and you're on a video shoot, and it can fly through walls and stuff like that, and keep its level off the, you know. I mean, for like ground. freestyle quads, of course. Like the package, like DJI has it nailed when it comes to the whole package. But if you want to yeah. use the system on a freestyle quad, well, you're not going to freestyle uh, that, are you? Unless you're so, uh, there's going to be a version of it that's going to be coming out for, for freestyle. I did see, um, I don't know if you guys watched the uh, Rotor Riot demo thing of it, but uh, basically they ended up, um, well, Bubby and uh, Drib, I guess, they, they, I mean, they, they changed the remote so you can actually fly in acro mode, and Drib was, was freestyling it around, and you can do flips and rolls and all kind of stuff, but it's obviously not designed for that because it's. Why would you though? Yeah, yeah. One crack. Well, I, I saw a lot of people like were say, basically saying like, "Oh, I don't think I can do acro. I don't think you can freestyle or anything with it." But you know, you, you do have the ability to, but I don't. You know, I wouldn't do that. I don't think after you've clicked through three disclaimers. I don't think it's for I think, that. I think the problem is that what stands out about those as they are should be for people who want to do filming whilst yeah. around people. But yeah. loads and loads of people tend to buy them because they're like, oh, look, it's really protected. It'll bounce off stuff. That'd be good. Even though they fly like bloody bricks and stuff and are rubbish compared to a regular Still plastic, one. isn't it? Still cracks. Yeah, and the, the same people will buy this and say, oh, this is brilliant. I can do acro stuff, but I can and just... I'll know that they could, but they'll me. never actually do it. It's like so, people who buy yeah. really expensive oh, sports God, cars. Like, oh, I know it could do naught to 60 in three seconds, but they're not going to do it. And and yeah, I feel like true. people are going to buy that. They're not going to want to crack open their, uh, you know, their radio, you know, unscrew it and then, you know, adjust the throttle. I feel like a lot of people that this is aimed towards are not tinkery type people. It's going to be for like the, the Mavic or the DJI. Mini. It's going to be someone who turns up with a crowd of everyone else flying Mavics and Phantoms and they'll be like, I can do sports on oh, I can do FBV. Look at me. Yeah. Yeah. Look at me with my remote, con- my motion controller. <laughs> yeah, that's how. That's the only. That's how it's getting sold at the moment, isn't it? It's that the yeah. goggles and the motion controller. You can't even. Well, there, there's a there's a few different options. Like you can buy just the drone. Right. You can buy the drone with the motion controller and the goggles. You can apparently on Amazon you can buy the new drone with the V2 goggles, not the new goggles. Uh, but you, yeah, it's weird. But you can't actually buy it with the DJI remote control, like the actual standard remote. So if you want to get that remote, you have to buy it separately, which is like two hundred fifty bucks. And that, like, so you can really only fly that drone right now, or you can only buy with, that drone with, the with this little joint, like the the VR type thing. Which, this just, this is super marketing from DJI because they're like, weird. no one bought our stupid controller. Let's yeah. force it into a bundle and then if they want the thing yeah. they actually need to use, then they could buy an extra $250 for it. 
Yeah, because you're not going to show up to, you know, if this is meant for like Cine Whoop style stuff where you're going to do some, you know, some commercial work, you're going to show up to an event. Hey, guys, <laughs> let me get a commercial <laughs> for you. Eh? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, it, it doesn't, I don't know. I, I mean, I haven't seen any um, anyone fly it properly or anything. I've, I haven't seen any other videos apart from DJI's video. Yeah, so I, I mean, I haven't seen a right, right one or any other people doing, doing, flying there, it. There's this Canadian guy. Um, shoot, what is his name right now? Hold on, uh, I'll remember it in two seconds. Um, He's young for dementia. Yes, what is his name? Oh, yeah, his name is Matty Hapoya. Uh, he's, he, I don't know how to spell it out, but basically, he did like some kind of promo video for it, and he shows it flying all types of places and. It looks pretty good. Not gonna lie, like it, he's like a filmmaker first, so obviously he can make it look really good with editing and and like color grades and whatnot. But I don't know, man. I think that with the stabilization built in on the camera, it's you know it takes away the need for a GoPro. If the camera's half decent, then that's pretty good. It can do like 4K 60, uh, 2.7K 120. Like that's it's pretty decent. But it is, but it is decent, but. We'll have to see. I, I watched a bit of the um, Rotorite video, but obviously not all of it because I had to keep stabbing myself after 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but from what I saw, the, the image in the goggles looked really good and the, yep. the camera looked really good. And it's kind of like, oh, we'd like that on a regular quad, please. Yeah. Cooked yes. up the beta flight. And having an all-in-one camera that actually worked, I think would, would really please a lot of people because having to have like an expensive camera but you also need a GoPro to do any decent filming is obviously a pain, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean... see how it pans out. It's going to get a ton of... Well, it's going to re... It's going to give the whole FPV term a big buzz again, especially for people that have no idea what it is because everybody knows DJI. Everybody knows what a drone is now, but now, now they're going to be like, oh, FPV, and I can get into this for less than two grand. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, that sounds idiots. wrong somehow. No, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember yeah. all the videos like build a racing drone for a hundred dollars? And it's like, I can get in for this in less than two grand. Yeah, this is good. <laughs> well, see, you know, what? I, I totally, man, like you could build a Cine whoop for less than like 500 bucks, probably, right? Like, um, I guess maybe not including the GoPro, but um, the, the amount of tinkering that's going to go along with having to get that up and running well and, and everything, like. I feel like people would easily pay the price to have a nice ready-to-go Cinewhoop that looks amazing right out of the camera, like right yeah. off the bat. Oh, yeah. And I think especially the people that are coming from like, oh, I, I like flying cinematic on my Phantom or whatever, but this FPV stuff excites me, but I hear it's difficult. DJI released this thing and they're just going to eat it up, mm -hmm. aren't they? Because this is like, oh, yeah, now I'm, now I'm a proper acro flyer, but it's still within my ecosystem. It's still safe. I know what I'm doing. I trust DJI, and it's for for people that think they're going to be doing acro flying that have just done cinematic flying. They're they're totally on it. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So, MKME Lab says maybe you guys covered it, but that footage in Maddie Apoya's video has some funky warping. Um, he mentioned it, I guess. Yeah, I feel like so. Here's the thing: that camera only has a one-axis gimbal on it. So it's only stabilizing like up and down. Are they doing it digital though? 
Yeah, yeah. So one axis gimbal on the um, on the camera, then what? digital stabe for just you know just to smooth things out. But then they also have like the horizon steady or something. So then if you want it to just stay flat like a regular quad or, or a regular <clears throat> camera drone, it does it too. But I feel like the the any of the warping funky looking stuff is all going to be it's all going to be something to do with the stabilization generally. That's mm. that's what you'll get. Or like a mixture of the super wide field of view and the stabilization, yeah. I'm I'm loving this. How much Cole's talking, and the inside is just well done, Cole. I'm proud of you, man. Yeah, maybe there's there's something as as the lens moves up and down because that moves the distortions around as well. Because they said it had was was that footage shown in Rotor Riot with their um with their steady. I forgot what they call the steady now. Rock steady um, or something. Rock steady. Is that I don't is think that like built? Well, I, I, I mean, it looked yeah. okay, but it didn't look like it was smoothed out particularly. It was like you it know, looked it, raw. You, know, you could yeah. see stick movements going in it. Yeah. Yeah. So in the Rotoria one, it looked like it, there wasn't a stabilization on it. it. Definitely wasn't the horizon, and I don't think even rock steady. Um, but in the the video some of the Maddie Hapoya one, his was like as stable as you can get and maybe even maybe even post stabilization too like yeah i don't know uh, oh me <laughs> sorry <laughs> thanks for insight <laughs> put that, that, that it'll be interesting to, to hear whether the editor leaves that one in <laughs> yeah uh, 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 yeah see that's another thing too Everyone loves to talk about gyro flow, but I mean, okay. Do you want to sh- you want to shoot footage? You want to throw it into gyro flow and wait ten million hours? I don't know how long it actually takes. Depends Have on you used there? I- I've tried it a couple times. Like so, I mean, just okay, think about cool. this. So you shoot the footage, you run it through gyro flow, and that's for every clip you want to stabilize. So that could be 10, 20 clips per time you go out and fly. That's an, a full additional step that's going to take a long time. Oh, then put it into God. your editor, right? Like, who's going to oh, want to do that? Just put yeah. just the GoPro does it while you're doing it. It's like so easy. So like, for people that don't want to pay lots of money, if yeah. you could yes. buy a cheap camera that would work, <laughs> that'd be good. But as soon as yeah. you put it on five inch, spoilers for the next video coming up, it gets the shakes back again. Um, um, but yeah, it is. Mm. Anything that's extra step is is a slight pain in the ass. I feel if if you could trust Gyroflow to say, here is my clip, press a button, wait 10 minutes, and it comes, it's not so bad. Uh, unless you're Cole and you manage to fly 20 packs a day, most of it is like, oh, I flew four packs <laughs> today. Cole's like, I just did 20. Seven? Six? Maybe? Oh. But I, well, okay, so I'm, I was over-exaggerating with the 10 to 20, but yeah. It would be... I. I I think less steps the better, but Gyroflow seems seems to be catch, catching on even more. So um, the, the camera Hawkeye, heard of the Hawkeye people? They contacted me today, asking if I wanted to check out their their compatible with Gyroflow camera. And I was like, "Will it work on a five inch?" <laughs> they say, "Yeah, if you soft mount it." So I was like, okay, we'll we'll see. So, check this out. Um, let me pull it up here. Can I just interrupt quickly? Brandon Bean says uh, GoPro Hypersmooth sucks compared to a proper smoothing. Uh, it depends on how you look at stuff because I think um, 
Purpose Move is great, but I've watched some stuff which is overdone, and it's just it. Just, I think it looks really. Sh- I don't well, like it at all. Processing. I'm, I'm with you, Tony. I I think Hypersmooth just looks just Do takes it. that little yeah. bits off it, and I think it just looks super. And yeah, I'm, and I'm perfectly happy with the stuff I get out of it. Stuff overdone, it just looks too like people like do a dive and then it just it just looks I don't know it just looks too that's, that's sort of like weird pushy pulley look does yeah, seem it just, kind of strange I don't yeah. like it at all I don't like it at all I, I, I prefer it a little bit more raw I suppose but yeah and then Audio Gek says I tried Gyroflow again for the 10th time again problems happen it's not it, it, it's not perfect and it's not easy but I don't know it's just yeah it's I don't know this was the video not I was talking the about. But to everything. No, it's not the answer at all. But if you if you're on a budget and you want to try stabilizing your footage, all the power to you. Like if you have the patience, if you have the processing power. Do Seven it. years ago, when I tried to fly stabilized footage, I literally had to learn how to fly smoothly. Hello, so, yeah. Wild Eric has joined. That us. was how I did it. So Ooh, it was nothing yes. to do with. There was no stabilization on on these on these little. Pop, I mean, you know. I hey, look at this. Fly smooth. Yeah, this looks pretty awesome. I like. I mean, yeah, you can see some distracting stuff on the sides, but I mean, people are mostly looking in the middle. I think, like, you would think, but then we're not normal people. You know, we're we're constantly shooting gaps and trying to get through stuff. You need a normal human. Well, there's no. Yeah, well, the thing about the FPV community is everyone's looking at it with such a critical eye and like nitpicking the littlest things that literally don't matter. Pardon my French. But like, I feel like in all these FPV groups, you just see people nitpicking and bitching about stuff that's like, does it, does it even matter? Like, fly, have fun. Does the photos look good? Okay, it does. Sweet. Carry on. Like, but that's I just my what, opinion. The playback yeah. from your from your Max, brilliant. It's yeah. not like a slideshow. It's actually quite good. I mean, there's a few stutters here and there, but yeah, that's, that's good. It's that terrible. I think it's oh, always great. been about the wind, the size of the window you play it in. Yeah, if you play in like yeah. a really high res window, then it hates. Have it. you got like an ad block, or is that actually an advert? Sorry. Oh, I'm the, oh, down here? No, that's just a yeah, Google, I, uh, yeah, Google ad, yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Squirrel. This episode was recorded in front of a live online audience, downloaded and edited to make sense when it's played audio only, censored to please the iTunes people, hosted on the internet, forwarded through to your podcast provider, downloaded, playing on your device, and is now playing in your ears, all thanks to our Patreons. Consider joining them and you'll also get other online benefits. Find out more at patreon.com forward slash let's drone out. Oh, did you see the dangly bit on, under the bridge? Yep, yeah, he totally avoided that. Yeah, I saw that yeah. right here. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sold on it, man. I mean, like, if. It sounds yeah, like you've pre ordered it now. You've got to remember, this is a pro probably flying this. Is it not the only US yeah. dollars is- good, though? Yeah, yeah that's, that's a lot of coke money, isn't it? Like, two batteries yeah, and the drone, you're into sixteen hundred US dollars plus shipping plus tax. Yeah. Yeah. How much is a cine with a Who's Eric? Yeah, but how on? Where was I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Eric is from Make Me Lab. He does a lot of electronic reviews. He's a massive friend of the show. He's um, been on a few times. Yeah. Is it right to kill your shared screen, Carl? Yeah, man. Sorry, Sorry for my ignorance. I, I hadn't met him before. Hello, Eric. No, no, Sorry. No, no. Yeah. We haven't so, met. Yeah, this is... Yeah, this is Belric or Stephen. He's... Uh, are you... Is it fair to say you're an Express LRS developer... And you help out and beat your fly. I'm not a developer for ELRS. If you're talking oh. to me, I'm not. No. Okay. But I did get that PR into beta flight, so I've got like. You got a f lovely yeah. beard though. <laughs> Seconded. Yeah. Yeah. So beta flight 4.4 is going to have like the craft name injection stuff now. Yeah. I, I managed to fix a bug in that as well because for some reason DJI thinks that the string is one character shorter. And instead of truncating it one character shorter, it truncates it five characters shorter and then adds in loads of dots. Just just the worst way of doing it. So you have to work around. Mm. Anyway, so Eric, yeah. what, Back what's to the your DJI thing, yeah. take on this? Like, is that a polished bit of promo footage that you could have gotten if you had a big budget and any other drone? Or is there something that's unique about that? I'm no expert. I, I just looked at it and I liked the footage. I like the model. I love the goggles. I am mm -hmm. sold that that right there. That right, let's go as soon on that. as I so saw about those, the goggles, just the size. I can put the like. I'm if you guys saw the equipment I'm running. Actually, these guys know what I run. I run ancient old red bottom two ten quads made with ancient gear. And I'm still rocking original Dominator SEs, and. Wow. The, those goggles will fit in my bag and replace those old Dominators, and I could finally leap into the 2000s. But for that much money, no way. This, Are you worried about the non-replaceable antennas? Because that's one quick jamming in a bag accident away from yeah. ruining goggles. Uh, you have to look at my channel. I would, don't would worry about the electronic side at all. I, I can deal with that. The consumers, the average person, absolutely, that's a real concern. But I'm, yeah. yeah. Well, those, those is this just another way to sell the, the sorry, I was just going to say is this just another way of DJI to sell their aftercare service which uh, everyone <laughs> seems very keen on if uh, if they're going to smash things up yeah could be, yeah. I mean well, so just to sort of butt in there the uh, the antennas actually are um, replace. you can actually take them on and off, so they technically are replaceable um but they use some kind of weird connector. I saw someone. I saw a video of them. Well, proprietary. I don't so think it's proprietary, but there's going to be a bunch of third party phone ones. Because I'm uh, sort of sad at that would actually go. Oh, that's a micro M MCX or IPX connector, or you know. Yeah, let me know. pull it up here. Um, Poor Eric's just vomited in his mouth, and it's fine. Do you, do you want to know what actually got me to click the link to go to DJI's website? It wasn't the first sight of the goggles. It wasn't the first the footage. It wasn't the quad. It was when I saw the goggles up close, and I saw the knobs on it. And then when Maddie or uh, yeah. was it Maddie's video when they covered the diopter, and then they discovered, then they mentioned the focus knob. I clicked the link to DJI's website right then and there. It yeah. was the focus. I'm like, this is this is the key. Uh, but the rest, it's still yeah. a hell of a lot of money. It is, I mean, but I guess if, if it is a lot of money. But okay, think about this: if you build a Cinewhoop, you buy a you know the Hero Ten Bones or something equivalent, you know. 
plus the digital goggles, all the system, all the like the video transmission system. It's I don't know. I, I it all adds up no matter which way you look at it, right? Like, but Not it to is that a lot. Much, though, yeah, it's me. I, I would say it's probably like you can probably get into the digital system and build a Cinewhoop and be ready to go for probably like at least five hundred bucks less than that. Yeah, U.S. Yeah. And that's US, worth yeah. worth thirty cents on the dollar here in Kanakistan. So, oh yeah, yeah. Well, I'm. Oh, you're in Canada as well. Yeah. So okay, major Delta then? to U.S. money. I'm in southwestern yeah. Ontario. Oh, me too, man. I'm in Toronto. Oh, I'm I'm in Goderich, not far from you. Oh, three sweet. hours. Oh, no way. <laughs> Small world. Yeah, Jessup's there as well, or is there someone in the UK? That's a UK one. Yeah. Thousand pounds, of course. Yeah. Plus a couple of batteries, right? So I, yeah. think, I think the difference is, Cole, for, for guys like us, is we've already got a bunch of quads and a bunch of goggles and radios. And yeah. the, the problem for us then is it's like you don't get like, oh, you've already got this stuff, then you just need this. If you're coming into it from fresh and you, you've just had like a cinematic DJI or something, then, yeah, it probably seemed quite attractive. But it's hard. It's kind of hard to justify because it's like, oh, I've got all this stuff and this works mm. with all my other stuff but i want this thing yeah. which only works with this thing which is really expensive it's like yeah. the deep like controller killer. as well i've got a pair of goggles analog they fly like 10 of my quads 15 of them and then i've got a pair of dji goggles that are good for another 15 quads i'm not going to take a pair of goggles and have them just for one quad just like i'm not going to take a radio and only have it work with one quad and be taking that thing in and out of my bag the whole time what are we doing that uh, just the um, <clears throat> the removable antennas. So they are removable because they were yeah. saying they were non-removable. I wonder what connector it is, though. What is so that? There's two. Apparently, there's two antennas. Oh, like the, yeah, there's two patch Sorry, antennas bro. on the inside that you can't remove, and then there's um, these two that are that are removable. So like, okay. that's yeah. Does make me labs just looking at that going my drill. And some SMA. It looks like an S. It looks like an SMA to me. They said that it's not SMA, but that's about the same size as the walk snail, isn't it? Yeah. Did you see the most important thing that would put us off over here, where they talk about the range and they say it's 10k range, and then there's a little bit of text saying CE 2k. yeah. We get cut down. Would you fly that thing that far? I mean, personally, whenever I've done cine whoops, it's just been through buildings and very low and slow and, well, that's how Yeah, but you need the penetration, though, don't you, Tyler? Well, yeah, but, but that's what I'm getting. I, I, I get that, but will that, will it, will it penetrate, like, as much as we want it to? That's what she said. No. <laughs> yeah, I've been cracking that all night and no one's heard it, but yes. That's what she said. I mean, yeah. well, that this is what we're going to have to find out in the next few weeks, I suppose. I want to see whether that comes as like an, a 19 mil camera or a 20 mil camera. And if it does, how much that's going to cost. Mm. And there's been this vague, we might make this compatible with the V2 goggles. Kind, It could come, it could, it might, maybe <clears throat> like zero commitment and loads of conjecture, which... It's well, like politicians, it is. isn't it? Unless they swear on their mum's life that they're going to do it, they're not going to do it. Apparently they are. 
is from what I've heard. I sent there's you a, a, a press statement oh, saying they could do it in yeah. future. Oh, as yeah, far as not being compatible. Yeah, they said, yeah, they say it's at the moment it's not, but we're going to listen to all of our people and it could be available in a firmware update, basically. Yeah. What I do like about a new DJI release is someone's going to buy it. And there's always videos that come out within like a couple of weeks on YouTube and just says, look how far I can fly it. And then they lose it, which is always hilarious. It's like, serves <laughs> yeah. you right. I, yeah. Even with like the Inspires, there's like two guys flying Inspires. Let's see how far we can go. It's like, oh, I've lost. Something's gone wrong. Someone's... <laughs> well, apparently it's got return to home, but would that work through a building? <laughs> That's after yeah, all the freebies. Any... They've got all the B-roll they need. They've got all the footage they need. Now they can start to play, and then they lose yep. them. Yep. Uh, Digby Dan says it's a MMCX connector in goggles. So... Oh, that's quite difficult to... That That's something I wouldn't like to pull on the antenna no. bit, because that's quite... To get it out, isn't it? Yeah. Interesting. It looked larger. It looked to me like an SMA, but was spring-loaded on the outside, like an old coaxial spring-loaded outer connector that you can just slide on. But I guess we'll yeah, see. it looks it looks we'll like out. the um, mini. You know, like the yeah the um, the SMA push, like you know, test equipment with the yeah. Baron sort of, you know, like the old Marconi stuff. You know. Exactly. I say old, that just before they start, but yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's just like another connector to deal with as well. Oh, so annoying, isn't it? We're just, it's just, we all live on the same flat plane. Drew said MMC. Let's just have the same bloody thing. For everything. Yeah. Calm, everything's got to get smaller. We've got to mess with it. It's just so annoying that you've got to have 10 different things. All the time. I have a Always new question like for all you experts. I'm sure there's another noob that'll watch this later. So now that I've seen these goggles and I really like them, I like this might actually get me to go digital. If I did, what are my options for a VTX right now to work with those to put on Zero. my existing? Neil, Zero. Neil, Poir, Neil Poir, nothing. We're in a situation now where like there's this quad called that the Advanza. Yeah, that Walksnail system was supposed to drop at Christmas, and so they released early to try and pip these guys to the post to get the sales, right? So the smart thing to do now is, if you don't need to make a decision now, just wait until Christmas, see how it all comes out, see what the next firmware release does. Is it compatible with other DJI previous products? Does it perform better? Look at what Walksnail are doing see if they're managing to get beyond this kind of late stage prototype that they're working with. And then there's HD zero who are kicking around a few ideas. Just wait for the dust to settle unless you've got money to throw around, right? If you've got a thousand local currency units burning a hole in your pocket, then go for it. But if you don't, maybe just wait till the new year. I think, I think you definitely should wait. I'm in no rush. I'm still running yeah. red bottoms. that Jack's been like kind of masterminding from the shadows he's got Cole he's got you and you're all like running old Emacs red bottom motors and you're all running PDBs with OSD on them Jack is the the red bottom 
I, I <laughs> Do you meet up on a mountainside once a year in robes or something? No. No, I killed my red bottoms recently. That's exactly They're, what you'd uh, say if you actually met on a mountainside done. in robes. Exactly. Oh, no, I'm going to have to get a T-shirt with, like, a motor with a red bottom, and it just they says were, underneath not good, the cold. I still got some on my quads. Yeah, mm. I never had them. They were great. I so left out. 2,600 kV, um, dirt, and still carried on flying. But yeah, I had a pretty bad crash. Made out of cheese. Yeah, that's that's the only problem. Well, they, yeah, they were. The, the first lot were really good, and then I think they were like was it a bad alloy? What was it? Soft aluminium? Soft, yeah, it was soft. Yeah. But but the first lot were really good. They I literally had. I've got motors with dirt in them, and they still fly brilliantly. So yeah. I think it went. I think they sold a lot, and then went. Oh, we, let's make some more money. Well, it what it actually was, was they got cloned. And mm-hmm. you, they, that did happen. Yeah, and they, it was so hard to tell, like, the the clones and the real yeah. thing. I've got... I agree. I have, yeah. I have got a photo on my phone, but the way to tell was you would have a large gap between the, the rotor and the stator. And... Um, you know, with the early, early uh, red bottoms, they they didn't they weren't laser etched. They had a sticker, and then uh. they moved to laser etch. And then with the with the laser etch, it was more of a clear text, and it was slightly whiter. Whereas the the other ones were kind of a bit more sort of like rusty color. But I have got a photo um, that. Because like I was, I was the guy who leaked like how to tell if you had a, a cloned. I remember um, that because cl- the shop you were working in was importing. Had a cloned what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I yeah. So I leaked, uh, you know, I leaked it to old um, Oscar Lang. I'm sorry, you're going to have to deal. Had to tell you if you have a cloned what? You stop mid sentence. Um, clone Nays thirty two. But, but yeah, does it work can't... better if you had a cloned one? No, nah, no. <laughs> so yeah, I can I can upload that picture to um, yeah. to uh, yeah. Instagram. But Caroline as you can see, Jack, Jack one... sounds like an expert off of the Antiques Roadshow. Yeah. So <laughs> you can tell by the there. delicate patina on the bottom that yeah, these are the true RS twenty two hundred five, an early model, I believe, possibly the B series. That's All it. right, yeah, maybe it is a cult. <laughs> <laughs> now you mention it, I've invented a cult. <laughs> oh. That was like six years ago, probably. I know, I need to let it go, but I was just so annoyed with like, stop importing bullshit. Yeah. And then yeah. he got That's screwed. Course. But and yeah, there are. Him. I mean, there are better motors, right? They may have been the peak of what motors were like five no, years back, and they were awesome. No, but they were better motors. The thing was, when they came out, make me laugh, will back me up. The power on the RC workbench was incredible. Because I've got video. Really yeah, if I'm saying that it was five years ago, right? If, now you can run something like that with, like, I, I got the RC and Power 2105s, was running them on a lightweight build with 6S and absolutely ripped. Absolutely ripped. 
And oh, no, do, you, uh, do, do you remember, Jack, in the um, in 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 your uh, workplace, us running five S twenty six hundred kV on a yeah, on, on a, a bench on a on a on a, th- on a timer thing, and it was it was pulling good for a, a long time. It was yeah. they were good. They were good motors until yeah, they got he was using a yeah. legit um, little V thirty amp. Yeah, with a red bottom. <laughs> 2300. Where would you go from now, right? Five People best. have improved their tolerances. You can get the magnets closer to the to the stator. Now. Oh yeah, it's night night and day now. You wouldn't bother, you know. It's so what? What are you going to buy now? Like now it's 2022, oh, hastening into 2023. Simple. It's just like what you can actually get hold of because everything's goddamn yeah. out of stock. Well, yeah, my my go to is super Pete expensive. Their quality. You know, like the the F forty F sixties, but yeah. they're consistent. Yeah, but can't get them though. Yeah, you can't get them, and they're only kind of seem to have in stock their uh, Velux ones. Yeah. Then everyone's kind of gone. Is the Velux like a budget range compared to the F range? Then. Yeah. 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 But they're really good. That's for us. Motors anymore. Well, if you if you look at Cole, yeah, I saw Cole flying the Fluxes. Are they twenty two oh sevens? Twenty two oh six, twenty four hundred kV. Yeah, so he's running the edge of what the uh, Kiss twenty four amp ESCs are rated for. Right. So yeah, he's yeah. absolutely yeah. On the edge. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> So yeah, I'm running. I still don't think I can get me on a flight controller on. where you have to buy a separate OSD board. I'm sorry. It just because it's old. It's too old. Yeah, yeah. I'm running an OSD on my FC. I'm not even using it. I've got DJI. It's still got an <laughs> OSD chip. <laughs> yeah. Well, the yeah, consultors have it built in, right? So. Yeah. And a lot, you know, once you move to digital, well, you've got your own OSD within the, within the ecosystem. Yeah. So yeah. you don't even, you know, it was a different time back then. It was a different time. Definitely, definitely. When motors had red bottoms, and now motors don't even have bottoms at all. Yeah. When some flight controllers were F ones. That gear has some advantages for people that like one's me. Got like, I haven't even flown in a year. Yeah. And I pulled mine out last night and charged everything up. And I think I built that Blue Falcon quad five years ago with those red bottoms on it. And it's been through a war. But because there's so much gap between the magnets and, and the the windings, it doesn't even matter. I spun them last night and there's no grinding or anything out of them. They've been sitting for a year. The mm. bearings are fine. And I'm going to go out and fly it tomorrow, I hope, yeah. for the first time in a year. And I'll do the same again. It'll sit for another year. Ancient gear, but it's bulletproof. Still yeah. works, yeah. And it's paid for. Yeah. Yep. Oldies gold. So I was going to yeah. say I've got a 45 amp Kiss ESC in there now, ready to go. Just need to uh, slap the motors on there. Is it Kiss or is it? Um, well, it's one of the Fetech ones. Yeah, it's <laughs> Yeah, that's going to be I'm the uh, uh, 1100 KV build. Ah. And 1100 KV 5 inch, because reasons. <laughs> Unknown oh, to man. <laughs> yeah. Right, fly longer. 
So what have I you been up to? Eric, you haven't on. been flying, playing with chainsaws or chainsaws. stuff with pies. Most rustling. All of the above. I was. Uh, I worked on the off-grid camp. I got like 300 gigs of footage for from the summer of for the Make Me Outdoors channel. And yeah, I built yeah. up an old bush tractor through the summer so I can work over there and set up a kilowatt of solar on it. And I've been working Ooh. on some home automation stuff here at home. And what type of home automation you built? Uh, just home assistant, basic stuff. I got a whole pile of crap to add on to the house. I did all my blinds last week with Sinza uh, motorized blinds and mm. I'm going to pimp the pie that's running it and do some videos on it because I've never done about videos. blinds. I, I got the Ikea ones. Luckily, I had the right size windows for those, but yeah. There's a plethora of motorized blinds, and it's like going into quad parts with motorized blinds where you yeah. look at all the crazy motor assemblies and sensor assemblies. I think the best expensive. Uh, blind company out there of Isle of Wight blinds uh, on the Isle of Wight. I, think so I don't know anything about blinds. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is a drone-ish uh, podcast. Hmm. We can talk about so the, the sensor ones where you like retrofit a motor to the existing light blind chain thing. Yeah, I have mini blinds here in Canada. We all have mini blinds instead of the European kind of way of doing yeah, things. External shutters. Yeah. So yeah, they, uh, we, we do that too. We kind of went that route because we don't get well until recently. We didn't get the crazy temperatures that mean you need external shutters. True. After the summer, maybe we will. But yeah. Yeah. Now, apart from that, I did. I got it. I got a resin printer and a wash station a few weeks ago to finally break into oh, that, cool. so that I can make some more useful parts, which also for quads here and there, but not so much. And I set up a resin printing station in my shop, and I've been. You guys have probably seen. I've been reviewing laser cutters a lot lately, and I've got like five more inbound because everybody and their brother is making them. Mm -hmm. I figured. Nobody's going to review them objectively, honestly, because what I'm seeing in the background is these companies are crooked as bad. That's so, what put me off getting one. I wanted my wife to get a laser cutter so she can cut stuff in the shed, but she was worried about catching fire. Yeah, the these companies, like the one big one that your wife would have seen and stuff that's marketed towards soccer moms right now, that company is... Even I reviewed their product. I'm starting to question whether I'm going to take that video down. Hmm. They're, uh, yeah. So fire risk? No, shady business practices. Really? They're I just looked at a whole bunch on like AliExpress and stuff. I didn't go for any kind of big name products. They all have the same fire risk, with the exception of the brand new ones that now have flame and heat detection. The one I just reviewed that the video is up on my channel, it has both flame and heat, and it works now that with the new firmware upgrade. And that's good, but they're always safe. You're cutting material with fire. It, it is mm. what it is, right? You better sit there and watch it. You have to. You cannot walk away. And, and you got to be aware of what you're cutting, too. And they're not telling people this. Like, you cut vinyl you cut pvc well it gives off nice chlorine gas mm -hmm. that's bad news <laughs> so, yeah so we'll see i i figured if and if no one was going to review this stuff objectively then i might as well so i i accepted a bunch that's of them and i'll call. run them through 
there's definitely some t- temptation seeing how cheap laser stuff is online and think oh maybe um, but then you go and look for information there's nothing there's just nothing uh, make me laugh um you know flight test foam board mm-hmm. does that release chlorine gas no i don't know because i don't know what's in it i've got it our foam board here it like the 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 paper doesn't peel off and i know that that does release chlorine gas but i don't know about flight test stuff well so it's about volume of chlorine isn't it foam's not very dense material and you can safe it the only danger is to your to your laser like i cut pounds and pounds and pounds of chlor- of PVC through the pandemic because I was making COVID face shields for all the businesses in town here when you couldn't get them, the just the splash shield style. And I was cutting overhead projector sheets. There's my age, those things you used to put on the wall in school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I found those sheets still all dusty at the local business and I was cutting those. They're PVC. So it's it gave off a heck of a lot of chlorine and all it does is chew up. It just oxidizes and rusts your laser it but if you vent it like mine's enclosed and i vent it outside there's no risk but if you don't know that if you're say a soccer mom with a brand new x tool you can really hurt yourself and your kids yeah i think my my wife's safe there she's she's not a soccer mom she's got a lathe (laughs) out there at the moment there Um, you go she's doing all right nah it's yeah it's a neat industry but it they don't cross over as much into the quads as like the CO2 lasers and stuff where you can cut acrylic. I use the cases on that for my rescue stuff that I was carrying with quads and, but the diode lasers, they can't cut acrylic. So do you do CNC milling as well? I just started a little bit. I have a 3018 I built last winter and I haven't really used it much yet. It's on the schedule. So many tools are suddenly affordable, aren't they now? Like Arduinos are prevalent and the firmware stabilized. It's tempting. You can make anything at home now. Like it's it's nutty. It's pretty cool. And that's why I'm working on the shop. I'm gonna put down some tile floor out there to make it look good for a little bit better for videos and just wanna share. Make it all flame retardant. <laughs> yeah, well that actually the that's another thing. I see these, all these videos on these and no one ever mentions the fire risk. So I've got to call into my insurance company to find out, will it void my insurance? Good question. Probably will. I think it might. You, yeah, because if you don't remember, the um, the flight test guys had a pretty big fire and there's a lot of them wandering around. Like that, that laser was back in the day, wasn't really left on its own very oh. much. If there's just a couple of you in the house, you've got to think about that stuff for sure. Maybe put in an outbuilding rather than something connected to the main home, at the very least. And the trouble is, with laser cutting, you've got to be careful what smoke alarm you use because you'll get a load of false false alarms that will just annoy you. And then Then you'll turn it off and then there'll be a real fire. Never walk away from a laser cutter, period. Never take yeah. your eyes off of it because it goes from a small little flame to fully engulfed in a blink because the heat yeah. is just incredible there, right? So, a bit like the old data centers who got a big halon switch next to the door, and you're just like, I'm out of here. 
bonk. Now you're talking yeah. a little halon switch or a dump of CO2 from a paintball uh, gun. That's what I was looking at making and mm -hmm. just having the holy sh button. Yeah, those halon, man. That, that, I remember there was an aerosol CO2 yeah, That's there a big one, Yeah, get a couple of... Do you know what would do it, Eric? Is, you know, um, CO2. the race car guys, you know, like they've got a pull outside switch with the fire extinguisher thing. And that releases a load of um, foam. Maybe you could buy the setup for that, but then hook it up to CO2 instead. Yeah, you can and make it pretty put... easy. You yeah. can get cheap CO2 extinguishers. Just don't buy the tiny ones designed for domestic residences. Just get the full-size ones. The yeah. tiny ones are kind of a false economy. I thought about doing the same over my charge area where I charge my lipos in the house, in the basement, because yeah. I, I really shouldn't where I am, but... I thought about putting something like that there where it can at least buy some time. It's not going to extinguish the lipo, obviously, but it'll at least give me time. Well, the good uh, thing about CO2 is it doesn't just blanket, but it actually cools stuff. So you stand a chance of actually like doing, you know, thermally controlling the fire rather than just starving it of oxygen. Yeah, I have mine on. Um, that's really primitive, but I have all my battery charge stations on um cookie trays from i was gonna say like, frying pans yeah and mm. i it, uh, like i only charge when i'm within 20 feet of it i yeah. can carry that cookie tray above mm. my head outside the door with all the charger and and batteries on it i've ditch it i've tried yeah i'm just wait i had a i've had a lipo fire luckily i was sitting in the mm. same room while i was charging and it leaped off the fireplace onto my carpet left them Really big burn. If I wasn't there upstairs having a pee or whatever, it would have caught the house on fire very quickly. Luckily, mm. I was there and I just grabbed it, lobbed it out in the garden, and stamped out the fire on my carpet. Um, yeah. And since then, I've always charged in a frying pan if I'm indoors or um, mostly outdoors. I've, I've got to promote Bat Box again. If you can get yeah. the Bat Safes, Frank's yeah. got one, I know. I think you've got one as well, Jack. They're, they're yeah, great. I've got a giant one, yeah. That's a good yeah, one. They, they allow it to burn, but they've got vents, so they allow the, the gas to come out so yeah, it doesn't exactly. explode and yeah. allow the flames out. It just allows venting of the fumes. Um, I use a RC flyer. Can someone put his little thing up? Look. Um, my mate had a lipo fire the other week, 1,700 pounds worth of damage. You can get these guys for about 20 quid a piece but the, the trouble is with those is with ammo boxes all the ammo boxes are designed to do is protect the ammunition from the outside world yes yes and they're not designed for like containing stuff no. And you need to remove part of the seal so that there's a vent there. Because if you yeah. don't, has anyone seen the video of a lipo going off in there? And it's just like the the box just jumps in the air and I must admit, all mine are outside in an ammo box in a plastic bench. So, yeah. like, At if least it go, I know it, it. Yeah, exactly. And I don't. I will not keep a. Uh, um, any lipos in my house whatsoever after what I experienced luckily I was there 
everything is outside. If it burns outside, everything goes up together. I'll start again, but um, you brought up a good point, Tony. Like the fact that it jumped off—that's something that most don't consider, including myself, because my my oh, I'm I'm clever. I'm using this cool tray. I have no protection from that. It's actually on an elevated platform about chest level, and Mm. they could do the jump and end up on the floor. But in my, it's an unfinished floor area. But still, the same thing. Like they can physically move on their own. Oh yeah, it jumps about four foot. Yeah, the, I think the trick is, like listening to the old fl- fight testing. I think it might be well worth either molding um, a plaster sort of enclosure, or getting plasterboard and making yourself an enclosure for charging. And they done a neat thing where they had like cinder blocks and they had sand bags mm. on top in plastic sand, and if it did go, it would melt the plastic. And then the sand would fall because I remember like Frank talking about it and he asked the fire brigade, do these LiPo fire extinguishers work? And they go, no, all they're designed for is to stop other things being on fire yeah. because yeah. LiPo's are self-oxidizing. Yeah, they, yeah, will they, they will burn, burn. They continue to burn yeah, this... and spitting out hot yeah. plasma, yeah. metal, and whatever that black stuff is. Yeah, don't breathe that in. I literally carried mine out like this and lobbed it out yeah. in the garden. It was like, get it out, and it burnt for a long or two, three minutes. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, I had a balance lead catch on fire, and you're like, how does silicone burn? I had a balance board, I plugged it in wrong, and then the, the plastic started burning, and then the... You know, it was probably the drone lab's not real silicone, but it burnt down like a fuse on a stick of dynamite. Yeah. And I just had to carry it out to the window. And then be careful when you're it. charging people. Yeah. Literally yeah. be on it all the time. Watch what the you're doing. The bucket of water is not ideal, FX node, but, you know, because A, it's electricity. You've got your charger that's plugged into the wall. And if you throw <laughs> it over stuff, it's water damage. Yeah. And I don't think it really sort of like puts it out. If if anything, lithium on fire in water isn't really the best. No. Charge outside when you can. Tiny bit of lithium. If not, buy yourself a wok. Yeah. But a bag <laughs> a bucket of sand is better. Sand is good, sand yeah. Pour that over anything. But just don't charge indoors. It's just yeah. not worth it. Yeah. Richard Warwick, lipos are dangerous, but as long as you're very careful more and more necessary precautious and you should be okay. Yeah. And the other thing is, like, lipos, it's like you, Cole, I, I respect your fear level of lipos. You know, you're bringing them down the storage charge, and that's yeah. such good practice. Yeah. But the good thing about lipos is they do give you warnings. If they're puffing... Yeah. If they're smelling that sweet, yeah, definitely electrolyte smell. If they're crumpled, if they're bent, if they get hot whilst charging, there's even temperature sensors on some on some chargers. Get Mm. them. Yeah, Yeah. I discard mine all in uh, water buckets full of salt water. That seems to discharge everything down to nothing. Yeah, but yeah, if a pack's acting a bit weird or you're suspicious. Best if I smell. Yeah, you got it. Well, you know the, the one time. Oh, yeah, go ahead. 
No, it, it, it's basically the same as the laser cutter conversation. Laser cutters and lipos on a long enough timeline, it's highly likely that you're going to have an incident of some form in your life if you're in the hobby well, for a long boring. time. Both Except both. the fact that everything around that incident, the smoke damage will be significant no matter yeah. what, because you're not going to get it to stop smoking ever, no matter what you hit it with. Yeah. So charge where you're or prepared to kitchen. have the damage be significant. If it's in your house, you're going to have to gut a good portion of your house because it's yeah. going to stink for years. So yeah, accept it yeah. and then maybe move your charge somewhere safer outdoors. I had one that didn't catch and it just spewed chemical goo around. Um, and uh, I think I, I, I used a, a lot of bleach and a lot of strong detergent that basically covered the kitchen in not ash, but a kind of vaporized goo that would only shift with very strong detergent. And it, it, it stank like you would not believe. fun. It's horrible. Mm. Yeah. But if you're prepared and know these things and then it makes you make smart decisions like charge outside in a, in a bat safe or whatever. And there you go. Yeah. Um, all right. That is all we've got time for. Um, uh, it's a bit on... downer then. Do we not have anything anything stupid, interesting? Yeah, that, um, oh. uh, we went out for a meal and my dog was in a. Photographic um, <laughs> oh, yeah. evidence must be supplied. Yep, there no, is. Right, I've on. sent it to the chat. We all went yeah. out for a meal after a fly and after our live stream. And there so that's she my is. bag, and then we shoved the dog in there. We put the you wouldn't believe how <laughs> that dog she is. And so brilliant. well behaved. A couple and, of yeah. mustard crumbs, and yeah. she was there the whole time. Slid her under the um, seat, under my, in between my legs, and we just fed mm. her little bits of food, and yeah. she, she introduced Cole to the wonder that is biryani. And, yeah. we, and we got away with um, having a meal out with a dog. Yep. So, how did you find the whole curry thing, Cole? Was it all right? <laughs> Or it was good. No, it was good. This is what I sort of figured out. Is Well, maybe, I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, but every place that I went out for food in the UK, it seemed like they did not add any seasoning or salt to any of their food. What? Like anywhere. Yeah. Let's just invert that. In a curry house, it was like you have way more salt. No, 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 no. <laughs> not, not, not anywhere but the curry houses, I should say. Did you go oh, and really? get fish and chips? Yeah, well, yeah, the, I went to okay, one fish and chips place, they were really good. Other fish and chips place, they it was kind of hit and miss, but I don't know what it is, but it seemed like, yeah, the curry places were like the, the good places that actually had good seasoning and good. Like good stuff. Most of it's but, quite bland. Most of our national cuisine bland. is fairly bland. Yeah, yeah, and then you've that's, got that Asian right. influence yeah. from from India. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, in terms of salt, the one thing I always get from the US is all all the meals that I have. And not to say US and Canada are the same. I'm sure they're not. But when I'm out in the US, I, I have a lot more salt on my food and a lot more sugar on my food than I do back mm. home. Yeah, yeah. probably, like, probably was, better than not, but. Yeah. 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 There was, there was a um, comedy thing called Goodness Gracious Me, and they went for an English, and one of them was like, I'll have the more bread rolls. Thing. More yeah. bread rolls. Yeah. Instead of <laughs> and 12 portion of chips. Yeah. And he asked, like, five chips. Yes. I'll have the blandest thing on the menu. You know, <laughs> as in, like, oh, no, I want one more bland than yours. Yeah. 
Um, I remember yeah. that sketch. That must be like 25 years ago. That was a great sketch. Yeah, yeah. but did you have a roast dinner, Carl? I didn't because Jack's an asshole and didn't make me one. Oh, you should have gone for that, like that is the ultimate. I didn't see him Sunday. You I need to no, Yeah, but the, it, to be to fair, to you have to eat it on a Sunday. Oh, not that, not religiously, a... but it's just a thing. We could have could have gone and seen my mate Glenn. Right, we yeah. are over time. Yeah. Um, you've yeah. been listening to Let's Drone now. We might, depending on who's willing, we might do a bonus podcast on Patreon. Oh, see you God. there. You have been joined by everyone's favourite curry kitten. Goodbye. Everyone's favourite Stephen, man with a moustache. Thank you. Yeah, a very talkative and knowledgeable Carl. See ya. Our late late arrival, but always welcome to the show, Eric from Make Me Lab. Thank you for turning up. Thanks, Eric. Thank you. Uh, Tony, who's been here from the start. Me and Tony, lads for life. Seven years. I know. I drink a lot. Eight years marriage. <laughs> and I'd be bright until I fly. Don't say <laughs> <good night. laughs> oh, oh. Telemetry lost.